You are now listening to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. Think of your next destination, then having a local share of the best places to stay, eat, drink, and what to do. Time is money, and these ladies are saving you time and preventing you from looking like a tourist. Here are your hosts, Katie Hilton and Stephanie Gerard. Hello, 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 and welcome back or welcome to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into those tourist traps. I am Stephanie Gerard. I am Katie Hilton. And we are your hosts. Today, we are joined by Dr. Amelia Taneva. She has lived in Chicago for almost 10 years. And after you listen to this episode, you'll hear just how much love she has for the city. It is so apparent. It comes through. We're so excited. It pumps us up. Dr. Amelia is a board certified orthodontist, fashion guru, photographer, travel blogger, and content creator. She's been featured in countless media outlets. And just to name a few, Fox News, Forbes, Refinery29, and Yahoo Lifestyle. She's traveled to over 40 countries. Yes, we're jealous. And yes, she has goals. She's married with the cutest son and dog. And seeing them on her Instagram is just complete cuteness overload. She's been named one of the top influencers in not only the U.S., but Canada and Mexico all of North America. And she's worked with brands like Google, Dunkin' Donuts, Walmart, Olay, and Revolve. We don't want you spending time at crowded tourist attractions. So keep listening to hear why you should visit Chicago and what needs to be on your itinerary. Yes. What an intro that was. Before we get into the local lowdown though, Katie, I have to share a fun fact about Chicago that I learned. Do you want to hear it? I do. Okay. The Twinkie was invented during the depression by Chicago and Jimmy Duar. And listen to this. It was originally filled with banana cream, but bananas were scarce during World War II. So vanilla cream was its substitute. I don't know if I've ever eaten a Twinkie, but a banana cream filled sponge cake sounds delicious. Yeah. I mean, what different the world would be if it stayed banana, you know, but what you've never had a Twinkie. I mean, I'm sure I have. I just can't really picture. I just can't picture what it tastes like. Okay. Like sure. I've had a Twinkie. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Like I've had a ho-ho, a ho, wait, a ho- <laughs> which I, had a ho-ho. I don't really think they're that good. <laughs> That's like the, all the like little, which I don't think a Twinkie's, a Twinkie's not Debbie. Is she, is it? Yeah. She's a little Debbie. She's a little Debbie. Yeah. I think little Debbie, shout out little Debbie. I think the, her best, actually maybe not. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. <laughs> okay. I think little Debbie's best product is the oatmeal cream pies. What about, what about you? Mm, Swiss cake rolls. I don't think I've ever had those. Oh my goodness. They are so good. Huh. So good. Delicious. I'll have to I'll have to try it one day. But back to the Twinkies. I for some reason, I mean we don't buy them anymore, but my I just remember them being in the freezer. So Twinkies? Yes. Like is that a thing? Frozen Twinkies? I don't I've never heard of it. But also I also said that I don't know if I've ever had it, Um, but little Debbie does not own Twinkies. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't like to say Twinkies. It's so weird. Um, But little Debbie does have a ho-ho. True, true. (laughs) But little Debbie does have a knockoff called cloud cakes. Oh, okay. Another fun fact for for us. So Twinkies are not little Debbie, but little Debbie has Twinkies. Fake Twinkies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I also, th- I'm just, I'm sort of jumping around a little bit, but mm-hmm. I also read recently that as a meat substitute during world war two, mm-hmm. they used, um, cottage mushroom. cheese. Stop. 
isn't that the weirdest? How is that a meat substitute? But I like looked it up because I wanted to have an exact number for you. Mm-hmm. Sales oh, wow. went from 110 million pounds mm-hmm. in 1930 to 500 million pounds in 1944. Of cottage cheese? Of cottage cheese. And the government was like promoting cottage, the use of like cottage cheese that they were like putting out like recipes in the newspapers. Of course they were because they pushed dairy, just like how you're still falling for the hoax. You need to switch over to almond milk or oat milk or macadamia milk. I actually have coconut milk. on my, I actually have on my grocery list to get oat milk. I'm going to try that with my cereal. Oh my gosh. Look at you. Because um, I don't like almond milk in my cereal. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm proud of you. Also one other thing, it's not world war two, but it's during the depression. <laughs> there was a shortage of like flour, I think it was. And so there's, they had a recipe called water cake and it was like water, sugar, vanilla, and one or two other things. And I made it and it was actually really good. You, you made it when today, a couple months ago. Oh, when we were in Raleigh still. Wow. So when everybody else was on, like, you know, how everybody was doing the sourdough bread making during quarantine, you were doing, they're making water pies. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. But enough about ho-hos and Twinkies and water pies. Let's get into the local lowdown so you can learn everywhere you need to stay, dine, drink, and play when you're in the Windy City of Chicago, Illinois. All right, everyone. We are back in the Windy City of Chicago, Illinois, this time with Amelia Teneva. Amelia, thank you so much for coming on today. Before we get into the local lowdown of Chicago, we'd love for you to introduce yourself and give the lowdown on who you are. Thank you for having me. It's really an honor. I love talking about Chicago, so this will be a great episode. So my name is Emilia Teniva. I've been living in Chicago for almost 10 years. I practice orthodontics. I'm a full-time board-certified orthodontist who is very passionate about travel. I started blogging about four and a half years ago. I have a 20-month-old baby boy and a big old dog. We live in downtown Chicago in a high rise. We've been in this area for about seven years now. I really like Chicago. It's one of the most beautiful cities. Uh, We usually travel about a week per month. I work about three weeks, 15 days currently, and then we are away for seven, eight days, usually to some warmer destination. As you know, Chicago doesn't have the best weather between November, December, and May, June, even. Uh, even today is like freezing below 50 degrees. <laughs> I use Apple weather for my weather and I have Chicago saved. And it's so de- like, I was like, I could never move to Chicago because I need more warm weather. Oh no, I, uh, I honestly believe Chicago is one of the most beautiful places uh, I've been. I've ever been and I cannot imagine living somewhere else unless it's a tropical island with a infinity pool <laughs> overlooking the beach. I think the city pretty much overcomes the bad weather with its location, architecture, food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, tell us why someone should consider coming to visit Chicago. Okay, so Chicago should be on everyone's number one list. You might want to visit New York City. Uh, I'm sure that's everyone's number one place. But Chicago is much, much better. Uh, It's much cleaner. 
And if you stay in the downtown area, it's much easier to navigate. So you can just walk, you can stay in this area. You don't have to spend your whole day in Uber trying to visit one area or another. Chicago has uh, some of the most beautiful architecture, stunning, stunning skyscrapers. As you know, the city was thoroughly uh, rebuilt after the Great Fire in 1871. So a lot of art culture and history is combined right now. Chicago has amazing food and I'm not talking about deep dish and hot dog. <laughs> I know that's what Chicago is famous with but it also has some of the most upscale and high-end restaurants. There's something for everyone and there are 24 Michelin star restaurants oh, in wow. Chicago and um, yeah <laughs> Definitely everyone should come and visit us. <laughs> yes, I'm really excited to get into where to eat. But so Chicago is such a huge city and it has, you know, different neighborhoods. Can you tell us a little bit about each neighborhood and what each of them are known for? Okay, so I've lived pretty much in uh, three separate areas. So we have, I'll pretty much stay around downtown. So we have the South Loop with the, uh, museum district, we have the field museum, aquarium, a lot of new sky rises uh, were built in the south loop. Then we move north to the actual loop, and then we go to Chicago River. We have River North, the Magnificent Mile, Streeterville. This is pretty much where everybody should be focusing their time. And there's a brand new um, neighborhood, the Fulton uh, Market District with so many new restaurants popping up all the time, like all year round. So this is the up and coming neighborhood. And then from Hancock, we go north to Gold Coast, to Old Town. Lincoln Park is also a favorite one. A lot of people with families actually live in Lincoln Park because it's a lot of park areas, good schools. It's a little bit too much traffic for me, so I, I drive to work, so I spend about two hours in the car, and I I work outside of the city and in the in the suburbs, some some areas like 20, 30 minutes away from downtown. So for me, it's really all about not driving on my days off. So I like just to walk and get out of the the apartment. Um, so I try to stay around this area, like the most we go north is Lincoln Park, where it's still walking distance within 30, 30 minutes. And then what was the neighborhood that you would recommend people to stay at? So you can either stay in around Magnificent Miles or Give a North or by the Bean or uh, at the new Fulton uh, Market. They just opened a novel hotel in that area, so you may even look at that so there are dozens hundreds gazillions hotels uh, in Chicago so there are so many different price points there are some really expensive ones like Trump Hotel the Langham the Peninsula Four Seasons those are really nice ones um, and then there's Viceroy Hotel in the Gold Coast it has an amazing rooftop uh, bar also most of the hotels have some rooftop bar or or a pool you can visit but yeah there are so many different um, areas depending on your price point and they are all within walking distance to all the attractions or fun things to do do you have like maybe one or two 
budget-friendly recommendations? So the lower price point hotels could be the quarters. Hotel in the Whoop is right across the river and Trump Tower, so just a block away. That one was uh, that one is really nice, and it's right right by the river. And then we have the Ambassador Hotel in the Gold Coast. Some other, which can be very affordable, and they have amazing river views are the Swiss Hotel, Sofitel, Fairmont, Sheraton Grand. So, so many really to choose uh, from. I usually prefer to stay in hotels when I travel, but when we are uh, a big group, like five, six girls, or like a girls' trip, or a big family, I work at Airbnbs. Chicago have been passing some really strict Airbnb rules over the last uh, two, three years. So they are very strict on short-term rentals, especially in downtown. There are um, a lot of city restrictions. Uh, So when you're booking Airbnb, you need to make sure it's really legal. Uh, Imagine you book something three, four months in advance, and it turns out it doesn't exist when you go and check in. So make sure you read the reviews make sure the Airbnb has a city registration number listed. I've never even heard of a city registration code. So I'm definitely going to start looking for that when I'm on Airbnb because I'm constantly (laughs) looking for good deals like everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, especially with big cities, you have to be careful everywhere. I've heard about Denver, Miami. Oh, I've heard about $20,000 fines (laughs) in South Beach. Oh my gosh. What a nightmare. But okay, well, now that we know where we're staying, let's move on to our next segment, where to eat. So Amelia, what are your top three places to eat in Chicago? Okay, so I have a huge list. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's going to be more than three. Totally fine. Yes, so many, many places. So I'm going to start with the places that I usually go to. And the first one is super budget friendly. And and anybody who comes from another city and it's on a budget or from another country, I recommend it. It's called Bonjournos. So they have uh, sandwiches, lasagna for $10, uh, tin crust pizza, $17, $19. I usually go there with my dog and my baby because they do have outdoor patio, very small. <laughs> And I usually always order the caprese salad and half a portion is only $6. So a oh, wow. uh, full portion is $9.25. So yes, I, don't, I haven't found a more affordable place in downtown. And also they have gelato. <laughs> Ooh. So you can even stop for gelato. What's your favorite yeah. flavor? Uh, I like pistachio and then chocolate chip. <laughs> mm. Yes. Yeah, so definitely check out Bonjournos. Then I'm going to move a little bit to more expensive places. I haven't taken the baby yet to many of them uh, because he started talking and <laughs> not sleeping <laughs> as much in the stroller. So uh, we'll see where we go there uh, soon. But uh, Gibson's Italia, it's one of my other favorite places. We've been twice for New Year's Eve. They have three levels, outdoor patio, and it's also on the river. So amazing uh, views of the whole skyline of Chicago. I love their oysters and all things shellfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yes. a little bit more pricey. So you might um, just want to grab a drink yeah, or a small appetizer. Yeah. Or be ready to splurge. Yeah. A special yeah. occasion dinner. 
Would you recommend having a reservation there? Uh, reservations are recommended for for Chicago. Mm-hmm. Maybe not for Bongiorno, the fir- first place I mentioned, but uh, for almost everywhere else I've been to, uh, especially on the weekend and in the summer and with COVID, mm-hmm. with the capacity, uh, I'm not sure they operate at full capacity yet. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Um, so I have another place. It's a French restaurant. It's called Mon Amiga B. I'm sure some of you have heard about it or they've seen it in other locations. I've seen, I've been to Mon Amiga B in Vegas and there's one in the Chicago suburbs. So Mon Amiga B in uh, Chicago is located in Lincoln Park. So if you're taking a stroll in Lincoln Park Zoo or you visit the conservatory there or the North Pond, South Pond Lake, it's the perfect place just to sit down, relax, order some French food. I recommend their escargots. <laughs> uh, they're fourteen dollars, and uh, the duck confit. Um, that's about seventeen dollars, and it's uh, Monambigabi has one of my best, um, one of my favorite desserts. It's the chocolate mousse there, and it's about seven dollars. So I think it's more like a middle price point. Yeah, Katie, have you ever had escargot? Yes. I actually, I feel like people like get scared of it, but it just tastes like chicken to me. It's like a little. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 Are either of the second two plate Gibsons and then, um, what was it called? Uh, Monami Do either one of those do lunch? I believe Gibson's Italia do lunch. I'm not sure about Monami That was just another, if you, you know, if you wanted to save a few dollars, perhaps go at lunch to Gibson's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else I have? I have a restaurant in the Fulton Market District, the one up-and-coming neighborhood that I mentioned. Uh, it's called ABBA. It's Mediterranean restaurant. It has a rooftop patio. It has beautiful greenery inside, so it's great for either brunch or dinner. I love their akitunam, strip bass, um, pork belly. It's the menu. It's really delicious. <laughs> mm. I have a lot of more, a lot more places, <laughs> uh, many more places. Yeah, many more places on my list. So, for example, Tao Chicago. Tao opened t- about two years ago, so it has amazing seafood menu. Also, they have a lounge you can go just for drinks at Tao. RPM Italian also great menu. It's a little pricey for dinner, so you might want to just grab an appetizer and a drink. Mm-hmm. But it's right on the river, so also amazing for photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Admiring the Chicago River and the skyline. If you're looking for Spanish tapas, I can recommend Cafe Babariba. Yes. Uh, Cafe Babariba, it's located in Lincoln Park. A lot of small portions, very affordable, super delicious food, great service. They even for Menko nights on Mondays. Um, there's yeah like all (laughs) kinds of entertainment I love that I have two brunch places (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was just two weeks ago at the grand opening of a brand new restaurant at Navy Pier Uh, it's called Lyrica you can enjoy a Spanish omelette there they have also outdoor patio almost 
everyone yeah, <laughs> has some kind of video. Mm-hmm. Uh, so also you have a different type of view because Navy Pier is deep into the lake. Mm-hmm. So you act, you can actually see the whole city from way east. I have also for brunch, Summer House, Santa Monica. It's um, in Lincoln Park. I like their egg sandwich. It's, it turns about $13. So that's also more within the budget. Chicago is expensive, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what you have. Like when you travel to a, a larger city, you kind of have to expect that. So, mm-hmm. so we appreciate the budget-friendly recommendations. <laughs> okay, so I have more, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll take them. <laughs> so for sushi, for example, this, this is this great place called Union Sushi. It's uh, located in the River North as well. Also more affordable. It's always busy, so make sure you make reservation that for that place even on a weekday. Other favorite upscale restaurants where I um, usually go are Bavet and Chichumio. They are both actually next to each other. The atmosphere is it's very interesting. It's more dark inside with leather couches, a lot of paintings. The decor is very, very interesting. They are right next to Merchandise Mart, so also very close to all the attractions in the city. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for all those recommendations. I feel like you are very well-versed in the restaurant scene. Before I move on to what to drink, I have to ask, where is the best Chicago pizza? Usually, um, usually Womanati or Giordano. Okay. Uh, they have a long rivalry going on. I mm-hmm. personally like Womanati more. They have so many locations, all of them. So chances are wherever you stay, there will be one within walking distance. Okay. Yeah, I feel like those are the two that like pop up all the time. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you settled the debate for us. <laughs> So moving into the next segment of where we're drinking, tell us where we can get some fun cocktails, a great glass of wine. Where should we drink? Okay, so um, I'm very big in the rooftop bars. I remember we went in the French Riviera and I had to find all the rooftop bars and there were none. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Especially after living in Chicago. So almost uh, every hotel has some kind of rooftop bar with a really nice outdoor area where you can um, catch the city skyline. So as I mentioned, Nobu Hotel just opened in the Fulton Market. So I was just there last week for drinks. It's really amazing. I had a French martini, super delicious. Wait, that's so funny because I was telling Katie before I was reading an article and you mentioned a French martini and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to ask her what a French martini is. What is it? It, I used to know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in details um i know it has vodka and raspberry uh the chambon liquor oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah uh those two for sure and something else i forgot yeah i used to know all that <laughs> yeah, regardless i'm gonna try it next time i go out for drinks oh for sure you should uh so yeah you should definitely check out noble also reservations are recommended personally my favorite rooftop bar is cindy's it's right uh, across millennium park and the bean it's in uh, in the chicago athletic association hotel 
So you can enjoy views of the whole Millennium Park and the lake while sipping cocktails or wine by a fire pit out on the outdoor area. It's beautiful there. Mm-hmm. It sounds, sounds so lovely. We have Z Bar, which is in Peninsula Hotel. We have Wandon House. Series rooftop in the Virgin Hotel. Pretty much you can just do rooftop bar hopping (laughs) all weekend and you're still gonna have the best time ever. Yeah, and just get like tapas or appetizers, like every little place that you go. It sounds like like one of the best days. Yes. (laughs) All right. Now that we are full, now that we're a little tipsy, let's talk about things to do. So Amelia, what are some activities you'd recommend someone to do? while they're in Chicago? So number one, budget-friendly thing you can do is rent a DV bike. Mm -hmm. You can rent it from one spot and just drop it anywhere at another spot. This is a great way to see Chicago. You can take the Lakeshore Front Trail, drive the bike, or go somewhere around. Probably not the big street, but pretty much you can see a big part of the city just riding the bike. I used to ride bicycles a lot once upon a time (laughs) before adults children and blogging (laughs) when I had more free time time (laughs) yeah but yeah rent a dv bike okay I don't think I would trust Um, myself riding a bike in the big city but maybe maybe I'll try that I'd be terrified. (laughs) Oh they have a lakeshore trail which is just for bicycles and for runners Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that. that that's where you go. Yeah. You don't okay. go on the highway. No. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Good. Good to hear. You can um, also take a helicopter tour. I saw they have some Groupon deals for two hundred, four hundred dollars, depending on the duration. So this is a great way also to see the whole city from above. Very popular are the Chicago architectural tours by boat so you take it you go down the river you learn all kinds of history of all those buildings one by one Uh, this is one of the first things I did like when I moved to Chicago like almost 10 years ago yeah and everybody who comes here pretty much takes one of those tours Um, they have so many different companies offering them now so I'm sure you can find out an affordable one Mm-hmm. So even though it's pretty touristy, it's something that you should still definitely go check out. Don't steer clear of it because it, it really is worth it. It depends what are you into. If you're into history and learning more about the city, you should definitely check it out. If you're more into drinking and just relaxing, having some good food, then I would just explore all the restaurants yeah. And bars do they have a the bar area. on the boat? Oh, I'm sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's one booze cruise or something. Yeah. Oh, and they, I've recently seen even dinner cruises like on the river. They used to have them only at the lake, but I've seen now on the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would so be such a fun little date night. I would love to do that. Yeah. So the bean at Millennium Park, you can visit Navy Pier. But it's really crowded. Navy Pier actually has fireworks. They just restarted uh, last week. Every Saturday, they have fireworks. If you're um, into also history, you can visit the museum district with the field museum, aquarium, planetarium. It, it really depends how you want to spend your time 
when you're when you're in the city. Is there any benefit of going to see the bean? Do you know what the significance is? I feel like Stephanie and I have talked about it so many times and like what what's with the bean? Yeah, like what's the bean? So the bean was made I think 2004 or 2005. It's liquid mercury. It's shaped like a bean. <laughs> it's also called cloud gate. So when you go, you can act, you can see the whole skyline around it reflecting into the bean because it's uh, the liquid mercury makes it like everything reflects from it so it's the perfect instagram post Mm -hmm. if you're into instagram (laughs) you must go and take one (laughs) the bean Mm -hmm. Uh, but in order to do that you probably need to wake up at 7 a.m so you can avoid all the crowds (laughs) which i've done (laughs) yeah definitely Uh, I've done that um so I do have three posts all together for 10 years at the bean (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, so I guess it's a must-see you know if -hmm. you're coming to Chicago it's one of the main things the city is famous with yeah so if you're first time going just go look at it take your picture and then just get out of there because it's just full of people yes yes usually it is um usually it is yeah All right. Well, Katie, I think it might be time to move into rapid fire round. It's rapid fire round. Yes. Rapid fire round. Let's go. Most Instagrammable spot. So I really like Three Arts Cafe. It's uh, located at the Restoration Hardware Store in the Gold Coast. They have an amazing fountain right in the middle. They have a restaurant around the fountain. They have chandeliers everywhere on the first floor. And then it's a furniture store the next three or four floors. So you can you can even grab a drink downstairs and walk and watch all those nice furniture. What if someone spills something on their cloud couch? Oh, gosh. That sounds oh, I, dangerous. I haven't seen that but yeah, probably it can be clean. They're so expensive. They're better found They better be treated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Three Arts Cafe is one of my favorite. It's also, yeah, walking distance from my house. So, and on the way to Lincoln Park. And the other is, of course, the bean that we mentioned. Everybody needs to go take a photo with the Chicago Theater sign on the Michigan Avenue Bridge. Yeah, those are pretty the the other standard places i know that you don't like pizza but would you say that illuminati's was the best pizza spot yeah i i personally like it better yeah what's your favorite chicago event so i would say saint patrick's day but Mm -hmm. unfortunately i'm always working on saturdays (laughs) when it (laughs) when it happens and they start dying the river at 8 or 9 a.m and people actually start drinking before they start dying the river Um, I wouldn't last very long yeah like but it's so fun like the city is packed all the even last year it was right before COVID like a few days before everything was shut down and the mayor actually canceled the river dying for last year but there was people still gathering in all the bars it was so crowded was it died this year it was died this year they they were following some restrictions and protocols I was working again so by the time I come home on Saturday I'm dead so 
And everyone else okay. is passed out anyways. <laughs> yeah, so usually, yeah, it's middle of March, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, you should bring a lot of layers because sometimes it's really cold. But definitely something to, to think about if you're coming outside the summer months. I know Wawapalooza is also very popular with younger people. Have you ever been? Yeah, that, uh, I've been once. It, it was really, really fun. So, <laughs> so, so much things to see. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I like going to the Broadway theater. Like they had Hamilton here, Broadway mm. in Chicago. Did you see it? I saw it, and it <sighs> was here for several years. I would yeah. say. It, it was a must-see. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm jealous. I would love to see it in person. I don't know where they're performing next or if they'll be coming back. I know all the theaters are still closed here. What's your favorite coffee shop? Okay, so I have to be honest here. I drink Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, um, running it's on the bacon. best. It's so good. <laughs> I um, either have iced coffee with cream or just regular coffee with cream, depending how cold it's outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I haven't found good coffee in the States, to be honest. I usually drink cappuccinos in Europe, like three or four per day, because they have those small cups, you know, yeah. and I'm used to like this big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I usually go two or three times for more cappuccinos. But yeah, if you are visiting Chicago, you should definitely see the new Starbucks on mm-hmm. Michigan Avenue. They have signature cocktails they have food they converted a crate and barrel furniture store into the starbucks so it's like four or five floors they had huge wines and i can see the wines from my my windows from my apartment oh my gosh so i think it took me a year to go there (laughs) (laughs) okay is it worth it though is Uh, it worth the hype as long as you don't have to wait in wine this is my actually my philosophy for Chicago as long as you don't have to wait in a long line uh, it's definitely worth it you can take some amazing photos inside they have really nice cocktails I think my mom and I order like espresso martini white like small martinis like Mm -hmm. three different flavors so definitely something to check out and try it's also pricey so yeah yeah Maybe if you're going for martinis, I would go to a rooftop bar. But I do feel like if it was just like Starbucks coffee, it wouldn't be worth it. But the fact that there are cocktails, it makes it a little bit more special. And I feel like that would be a little bit, that'd be kind of worth the wait. Yeah, it's such a big building, such a big space. So I feel like every floor offers different menu. Like some had different type of food on this floor. Then the last floor was the martinis. Yeah, you can buy coffee from all around the world on the first floor. Yeah. So that's cool. I had no idea that it was more than just coffee. So that's it's a little bit more appealing now. It's not your average Starbucks. What is your favorite place to grab wine and cheese? Uh, that's also something I either do at home or yes. in Europe. <laughs> but there's the city winery. It's right on the Chicago River. They had eagles for the winter. So you can even go when it's 20 or 30 degrees outside and go inside an igloo, have heater on, order some cheese, wine, or meat platter. And in the summer, it's super, super crowded. Sometimes we go with my baby and my dog. And yeah, my dog doesn't stay on one spot. But yeah, we 
we pass and then we see all those boats that are docked right on the city winery so it's definitely a fun place to be in the summer all the action is going on there what kind of dog do you have I have a beagle yeah he's very energetic they're so smart and yes they have so much energy (laughs) what's the best season to visit uh definitely don't don't come in january or february (laughs) avoid at all cost wasn't thinking about it yes right now as i mentioned it's like at 50 degrees so but it's not very crowded maybe between may september october is actually really nice summer it can be really crowded june sometimes is a rainy month so july august september october i feel like those might be good months Mm -hmm. also if you come at the end of october you can see all those pumpkins and gold coals, the howling decor. It's really pretty. Yeah, we always go there <laughs> some photos. They have spiders from all over the house. <laughs> do, you, do you have a balcony? Up. Do you decorate your balcony? Uh, we have a balcony. I live on the 24th floor, so I usually don't, don't decorate for those holidays, just Christmas. <laughs> No Wait. one can see them anyways. That's so crazy. The 20 Yeah, nobody can see them. The 24th floor. Do you deliver groceries? Yeah, so I do everything online. Everything uh-huh. yeah. is being shopped online. I'm doing Instacart and mm-hmm. we live a block away from Whole Foods, Trader Jaw. So my husband sometimes go and pick up some stuff that I miss. But Instacart, you can order everything like kitchen paper, detergent yeah yeah sounds like a lifesaver for a big city i mean with my schedule i i definitely cannot afford to go grocery shopping instacart cannot you can also order from costco Mm -hmm. cvs like whatever you can imagine is there yeah i've gotten in a bad habit of just ordering instacart and i mean i don't really live in a big city but um, it's just so nice. I live on the third floor. So it's nice just having the groceries delivered right at my doorstep, you know? Yeah. Our building, our packages are even delivered inside our apartments. So I come home and all my packages are inside the doorman. We have a package room and they, they drop them inside every day. Oh, that's nice. nice. That's goals I'm right so, there. I'm so spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> You're working for it, girl what's your favorite place to grab dessert dessert let me see oh one place i forgot is ralph warren restaurant it's also on michigan avenue but it's a little bit north from everything i mentioned it's before hancock building Uh, also i think they have really amazing desserts we go there a lot also with my mom we've been there with the baby once when they told us that the phone is too loud (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I think that was the last time I went there and we definitely had dessert but the food is amazing you love it Um, but it's pretty Instagram worthy too it's Instagram worthy but maybe only a small section of it because otherwise it will be crowded and you don't want to get people in your photos anyway yeah so Mm -hmm. check out Ralph Warren and all the other restaurants I really mentioned, they have great desserts like chocolate guava cake, chocolate mousse. I 
pretty much that's always what I order. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong. What's your favorite local business? Um, so I really love the store uh, Enjoy Andersonville. It's in another neighborhood, which is way north, Andersonville. So they have a general urban store. You can order all kinds of gifts. They have fun puzzles, very interesting things that you can give your family and support the local businesses. Great. And last but not least, what is the biggest tourist trap? Okay, so um, the two tallest buildings in Chicago, one is the Willis Tower or the old Sears. I can pronounce Sears better. And the (laughs) other building is the Hancock building. So Mm -hmm. both of them, they have um, the highest level has amazing views of the city. But while Sears Tower, you have to pay $30 or $40. I don't know how much is now. And you have to wait in those huge lines just to go uh, on the deck and take a picture. It's indoor deck. It's really not worth it. So it's better to go to the Signature Lounge and the Hancock. Only um, order some drinks for you and you can still have the most beautiful views of the city. I used to go in the signature lounge all the time before we used to live in a high rise. I would go there, read a book, order a pear martini or a cappuccino. Actually, they do make good coffees. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just be there. Enjoy the views. The women restroom is something they should you should definitely go to take a photo because it's all glass <laughs> too. And there won't be any people with tables in front of the glass. Do you have to pay to get into the bar? And the bar's at the at the Hancock building, you said? It's at the Hancock building. So they have a restaurant on the 95th floor, which is really expensive. So you don't go at the restaurant, you go on the one floor above, on the 96th floor, and it's a lounge. So just, just bar. And they actually do have some small appetizers, some small plates, uh, but also it's not for anybody on a budget. You might just want to order one drink or a cup of coffee there. Mm-hmm. 96 floors. <laughs> I think there are 103 or four because above that, they have another observer, uh, another deck, which is paid 360 Chicago, mm-hmm. which I also, I'm not a big fan of those places because you can just go to a bar and order a drink and still have an amazing view. Mm-hmm. whether it's yeah. indoor or outdoor yeah yeah but that's a really good tip the signature bar I didn't know that there was a like a restaurant and a bar in there so um save like your 40 dollars that you're going to spend on admission and then just go buy a drink yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's great um, that's a great tip yeah we usually with my husband when um we're in Chicago for our wedding anniversary we go to the 95th floor to the restaurant we've been there twice yeah, I, I haven't found I haven't found another spot yet. <laughs> <laughs> I need the views. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, perfect. Well, okay. Before we wrap, what is your number one travel tip you want to share with our listeners? So um, pack everything in mini size. Yeah. Mini, 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 mini shampoo, mini toothpaste, mini mouthwash, mini dental floss moisturizer, eye cream, 
even mini dry shampoo, mini hairspray. And I travel with those uh, testers for fragrance also. I don't mm -hmm. carry those big bottles of mm -hmm. perfumes anymore. I have so many of the testers perfume mm -hmm. fragrances. Um, Where do you get them? Uh, usually Macy's, Bloomingdale's. They always give you something when you buy the, the full-size mm -hmm. perfumes. And since I've been traveling a lot, I, I started keeping a separate makeup bag in my suitcase and I leave it there and I don't it's one thing to worry less when you're packing for the next trip you know your foundation your makeup your lipstick it's there that's a really good tip because I always like as soon as I leave my place and when I'm going on a trip I'm like oh my gosh did I forget my makeup and but and if that's I do the that worst like that's the worst than forgetting like underwear or something yeah yeah Cause it's all, it's, exp it's expensive to replace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a really good tip. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, I've been packing also insect repellent because, uh, we usually travel somewhere tropical with mosquitoes mm -hmm. and I hate mosquitoes <laughs> and they always find me after mm -hmm. minutes of landing. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, so always check the weather, always see, um, what you need like whether you need something uh something for the evenings because even if it's 80 70 degrees in the evenings might be chilly so make sure you check the weather forecast wherever you're going yeah amazing amazing tips and where can our listeners find you on social media uh, so my Instagram handle is bubbly.moments and everywhere else Pinterest um Twitter, Facebook, uh, like to know it, TikTok, it's just Bubbly Moments or my website, bubblymoments.com. Anybody well, have questions, I'm happy and to answer on DMs or anything. Yes, amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Katie and I really enjoyed this and we can't wait to come visit Chicago. I really want to come for St. Patrick's Day, so we might have to wait a little bit, but this has been so great. We got so many great recommendations. Thank you. I'm coming for that, for that bar, that signature bar, the Hancock building. We're all doing that. It's a special occasion. <laughs> and that is a wrap on Chicago, Illinois. If you enjoyed Chicago and want more of the Windy City, let us know who we should interview next. If you found value in this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your landscaper, tell your brother's sister's friends, which I guess would be my friends. Um, and tell your mentor, they all want to know because they all travel. They all enjoy it. Join us next week. We're going to be visiting Fort Lauderdale. We're in Florida for the first time. I think that was a, that was a weird inflection. First time we'll be in Florida, Florida. We'll I hate Florida. when people say it like that. <laughs> I, I do you say it like that. No. Oh, okay. Phew. We'll be in Florida. Okay. We'll be in Florida. We'll be with a really cool gal, Zeba Lennox. Love that name. What a strong name. We'll see you next Tuesday. Sayonara.